Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. We are doing one of our normal everyday movie review episodes this week. It's it's me, Sterling, and the rest of the gang, Devin, Heather, and Justin. And we are going to be talking about the newest addition to the DC movie universe, or whatever the hell they're calling it this week. So we are talking about Shazam. And we are going to do like we always do, our likes, dislikes, and everything in between. So we are going to start this off with Heather telling us what she liked about this movie. Yeah, so the things I liked. I will first start out by saying that I did like Zachary Levi um, as the lead in this. Um, I think he did well as the kid in a man's body thing. He just he did that role really well. Uh, the personality fit and, um, he, I was, I was a little bit surprised. I wasn't sure how it would go, but he did a really good job with it. I liked his chemistry with the other kids, um, namely Freddie, who is played by, uh, Jack Dylan Grazer. Uh, that was really good. I thought that they, they had a really good dynamic with each other. Um, which also to that point, I really liked Freddie in this movie. I thought he was kind of a standout, uh, performance and character in the movie. Um, I've been a fan of his since, um, since I saw him in it. Um, and I just, I just think he's extremely talented and I liked, I liked his character and I liked that he, you know, he had all the superpower or superhero knowledge. Um, basically he helped Billy understand what his powers were and, um, he was just like a fun character and it was just a really good, uh, duo between the two of them when Billy's the kid and when he's, you know, Shazam. So he just did really well in, in all of that. So, um, and the funny moments for the most part were actually funny moments. Um, a lot of it was, um, I guess, I mean, I think that the funniest moments actually were between the villain and Shazam. And, um, yeah, I just, I thought, you know, for the most part, it was just very humorous. The jokes landed, Mostly, it was funny for kids and for adults, so I thought that that was a good balance for that. Um, the action was entertaining enough. They casted the kids versus adults really well, like the you know adult versions of the kids when they all become Shazam. I thought that that was really fun to see, and they were very well casted when they did that part. Um, and I really liked the the Superman and Batman nods throughout the movie that they did just kind of here and there that they put in it. Um, especially at the end, like the last scene with Superman in the cafeteria. I just thought that was kind of a, a cool, fun little thing that they did with it. Um, it wasn't too much. It wasn't overdone with that. So I thought that was good. And um, yeah, I mean, I just think that mostly the, the best part of this movie was just kind of the whole dynamic of the cast and the characters together when they're all working together as a team or playing off of each other is all the best parts of the movie. In my opinion, it was fun. It was just a fun, a fun watch. It was, you know, lighthearted. It was, it was really good. So for me, those are my takeaways. Those are the things that I liked about it. Devin, what did you like about Shazam? So a few things that I liked about Shazam was that it feels like DC is getting a rhythm. They get an actor that is very likable attractive and has a lot of charisma and they put the weight of the movie on them and say hey carry this film and thus far when you look at wonder woman you look at aquaman 
and you look at Shazam, that works. They elevate the movie well beyond its 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 content, really. Because really, I mean, like, I guess you're going to have to start taking shots every time I start talking about how I grew up in the 90s. But back in the 90s, um, we had just tons of movies <laughs> about little kids who got superpowers somehow, somewhere. And I love those movies like Star Kid or like A Kid in King Arthur's Court. And there's just like tons and tons of movies like that. And this is really just one of those movies. And the kid is all freaking out. And, you know, they almost like kill some people. But like it always happens like that. And then they have to work through some personal thing. And they're always like an orphan or some shit like that. I mean, it really is verbatim like one of these movies. But where it really shines is just a couple of performances. And that's Zachary Levi and Hyper Mick Bumblewords, whatever his name is. He's very good, too. Um, <laughs> Freddie, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie. He was really good, too. Um, I also really, one thing that I really loved is that the character Shazam's costume is really cheesy and really 1950s. And they actually made this one look decent. And I, I really do appreciate that. But they kept the, the aesthetic of it. They didn't just straight marvel it and be like, man, fuck that. We're not going to do that. I mean, he even has the teeny cape. Like in the movie, they're like, oh, you, you got the big cape. But Shazam's tape, cape is teeny. And they kept the teeny cape and it still looked good. Um, I also really did enjoy some of the emotional aspects of the film, uh, especially when... Um, Billy actually finds his mother and gets a chance to interact with her. And you mm-hmm. got to see exactly how all of that unfolded. I thought that was a really good time. It was really well paced when that happened because the entire time, you know, your, your lead character who is pure of heart and all that does some bad things, but he's doing them for the right reasons, if you will. And then it just kind of shows you how you can go through a lot. You can do some bad things and finally get what you want, but it's not what you really want. And I think that's a, a really deep message that they they really did a great job of conveying and, and understanding that what you have versus what you were given, sometimes what you have, what you have earned, actually most of the times what you have and what you have earned is better than what you've been given. And he had to learn that lesson for himself. And I think that was a very good, powerful lesson. And you guys know me. You've been listening to enough of this. I'm just a sucker for stories about friendship and the powers of friendship and friends getting together and, and defeating a circumstance or an evil or, or anything like that. That's just my jam. I could watch movies like that all day long because I have an amazing group of friends, including the people on this call right now that I love. And so me, as far as my bias is concerned, that just that 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 this movie just rings home with me a lot. Because it is um, somewhat in context of my own life, you know, not necessarily having the family that I, I want, but creating the family that I need. And so I, I loved it. I loved a lot of this movie, but but primarily the focus is definitely going to be on Zachary Levi and his um his interactions with Freddie. And there were a few other things, but I don't want to talk too long about that. And there were some things that I most certainly didn't like, and you guys will hear that very soon. Justin, your turn. Okay. Shazam, foo. Well, I mean, after everyone spoke, Devin and Heather, I mean, I really can't add too much to it, but I'll try to just make some points about this. So, first of all, 
uh, just to kind of give my perspective going into this film, I'm not what you would call a fan of this character. Shazam. He wasn't anybody that I read. If I read any comics with him in it, it was because he might have been making a guest appearance on the Justice League or he might have found himself teaming up with Superman to stop someone. Uh, the, the, I think the best story I had read of w- w- that involved Shazam was actually a Superman story, Kingdom Come. And it was kind of crazy because Thank Shazam had went ape shit in that and he was attacking superman he just kept yelling shazam and thunderbolts were hitting superman and it was pretty badass and of course you can't go wrong with that alex ross artwork so with that being said uh this was an interesting take for me because normally in these comic book movies i'm some kind of fan i've read them frequently and i kind of go in with some knowledge but this was one of the few where i just kind of got to go in as an audience member i didn't really know how shazam came about i didn't even know about this wizard or or any of this i knew it was a kid and he would say shazam and he'd become a man and i kind of knew that but i didn't know anything about shazam's character or story not very much so just going in as a, as an audience member i can definitely say that of all of the dceu films that we've gotten so far i do think that i had the best time watching this one as far as just entertainment value laughs and stuff like that the the goofy sort of atmosphere and the funny jokes and the and the film is also kind of meta it wasn't afraid to make fun of itself at different times and it was such a nice vacation from kind of the dark dreary dceu movies that we've gotten in the past so with all of that going in and of course you know aquaman came out and was lighter and was lighter, but still kind of more, much more serious than this. So I had a good time with this. I felt like I, I just, it was just a good time at the movies. I just got to unwind and just kind of enjoy this movie at face value. Everything that everyone said about Zachary Levi is true. He definitely was charismatic. He looked the part and he definitely carries this film and him being this, um, a 14 year old kid with a man's body it it was just great and there are just some real great standout scenes i love the scene with the supermarket where obviously the this is a kid that is now a man the first thing they try (laughs) to do is go get some alcohol because oh we can get some like i just like the (laughs) thought process that went into this and then even just him getting people to pay him to take selfies with them and stuff like that. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff here that you could see a 14-year-old kid going, oh man, I'm a superhero. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to spend my time doing. So I just really enjoyed all of that. I could tell that this was well thought out when they thought about what this character was going to do, what was going to drive him. And just another standout thing, some of you guys mentioned uh, some of the cast, like Asher Angel, um, who plays uh, Billy Batson uh, Shazam whenever he's a kid, and then Jack Dylan Grazer, who played Freddy. Y'all mentioned them. But honestly, man, when I looked at this cast of children, I really enjoyed all of them. I thought 
every child was kind of appealing in their own way. I thought that some of them made the most of the scenes that they were given. I laughed constantly at this movie. I thought that they were great. And I didn't even have a problem with the parents either. Uh, Victor and Rosa, I'm not recalling the actors' names at the moment, but the parents, Victor and Rosa, I, I even liked them. I, I thought that the whole adoptive family uh, was w- was great in this. And, and to Devin's point, whenever our... Uh, character realizes that, and, and I like what Devin said there about realizing what you have, because I think this movie was definitely about that. What he wanted and what he needed uh, uh, were two different things. And oftentimes that's what life is. You go after things you want, uh, but as you mature, you realize what you need. And that's kind of the journey that this character takes, where he wants this relationship with his mom. He's trying to find his mom. He wants to recover that. But then he realizes and finds out through his journey that what he actually needs, he already has. And he does have a real family, even if they're not blood, even if they're not. So I really enjoyed all of that. Now, it's not like we haven't seen this kind of story put out there before. We've seen versions of this. And I mean, one version that kind of comes to mind was Guardians 2 with the whole Yondu story and how that related to Star-Lord and, you know, him wanting this relationship with his father. But the realization comes at the end when he realizes he had a father um, and that was the one he actually needed. So, you know, we've seen similar wavelength things to this, but I didn't have a problem with that. I enjoyed the themes of this movie. I enjoyed the laughs in this movie. Um, The special effects were okay. There were times where I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm not liking the way that's looking, especially when like our demons and villain came into play and things like that. Not every time were the special effects great, but for the most part, they do their job. Um, So... Yeah, th- those would be probably the 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 main things that I enjoyed about this film. Um, so Justin, I want to say something just just to your point about Shazam at the very beginning. Sure, um, Sterling, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that when Billy Batson in the comic turns into Shazam, like he doesn't really keep that 14 year old personality. I think like he like matures too when he turns into Shazam, and there's not as much as that. He's kind of like in the back of his head. And I think I've read a couple of comics like that. Am I right on that, Sterling? That 100% depends on who's writing the book that time. Okay, cool deal. But I liked this interpretation. I thought it was just, I thought it was a really great way to make it really meta and make the person, you know, relatable, make Billy Batten, Batson relatable. I mean, I would do some of that stuff if, yeah. I mean... I got Shazam powers now. You know, I would definitely like you got to shoot me. <laughs> we got to. He's like, Sue, who yeah. wants to shoot me? Like, like, yeah. you shoot me in the face. To, <laughs> yeah, you got to shoot me in the face. Like, you know, it's so that's one thing that I just really liked about it. But I have read comments where he's like Shazam's and he's just like a man. And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> come in here, you know, like that. Yeah, uh, there are some versions where he is like two different people, more or less. And then there are versions of him that it is Billy Batson as Shazam or Captain Marvel, depending on when it was written. Um, and it would also like, so it depends on how old he is. Like, I know like in Kingdom Come, like Justin, 
uh, was talking about, it does take place in the future. So all the characters are older. So that's why, you know, the character is different in that and a lot more like more older and aggressive and stuff like that because he is an older man, you know. So actually, whenever he takes, you know, becomes uh, Shazam at that point, uh, he's actually de-aging um, at that point. Uh, a lot of this version, though, this character in this movie, a lot of it's based on the uh, Jeff Johns New 52 uh, Shazam comics, um, which uh, I'll get into with my likes. Uh, I guess right now, actually, it is my turn. So uh, so with this, I guess one of the good things for some people in a way is uh, it is very accurate to the, the comics with how they portrayal things or portrayal things, how they portray things. Um, you know, having the seven deadly sins and, uh, having Shazam, um, even mentioning Mr. Mind at the end, which if you stay towards the end credits, that little caterpillar, it's uh, Mr. Mind. He is a evil caterpillar, um, with a voice box and everything like that. And, uh, you know, a lot of that story and stuff was taken, uh, from that Jeff Johns run. I mean, it's just down, like, uh, downright the same thing almost. It's, and I don't mean that in a bad way at all. Um, cause if you're going to make a movie like this, you might as well make it off one of the better, you know, versions of that character, uh, if you will. And, uh, oh yeah. And Mark strong as Dr. Uh, Savannah, um, which I'm really sad that nobody's mentioned him yet. Cause Mark strong was great in this. Uh, he was, yeah. And that's why I was saying, I really liked the dynamic, like the back and forth between him and Shazam. Yeah, no, I thought he was great. I believe his portrayal was really good. I think he did well what he was given. Yeah. He's just a very menacing guy. I mean, he really is. He's, Although he's, I have to say, I couldn't help but think of Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Anytime I saw him, he looked so much like him. I don't know. And I get that. They do look a lot alike. But yeah, that's I, I, I do love Mark Strong. I mean, he's very much, uh, he's a great bad guy and everything that he's in. Except for the Kingsman movie. I do like him as Merlin. I do like him as that character in that, uh, those movies. Um, and I mean, for what Zachary Levi was doing when he was acting like a man child, uh, you know, I, I guess he did a good job at that. Um, if you can't tell by the way I'm saying that, I have some, some qualms with it too. And I'll, I'll expand upon that in a little bit. Um, but there's really not too much to be said other than I wanted to mention Mark Strong. And specifically the uh, comic book series that all this was based off of with this, um, you know, to, to kind of add to what you guys were saying with a lot of this stuff. Um, so does anybody else have anything they want to comment about likes before I get into my next part, which is the dislikes if you had never listened to before? And, you know, it's my favorite section. Well, one one question I might have had is you you said that Ed, this was comic book accurate. What about the events toward the end when the family gets Shazam? The Shazam powers? family? Yeah, is that all? Yeah, that's yeah. comic book. Yes, that's happened multiple times. Oh, yeah, cool. in fact, that, if I'm remembering, okay. if I'm that's remembering, cool, if I'm remembering correctly, the way they did it in this movie is very much uh, how they do it in the new Fifty Two version. It's they're all him, but they've only got an aspect of his powers type of situation. I could be wrong on that, but the Shazam... Shiz- yeah, and they had that here, too. Like, one was super strong, one was super yeah. fast. So they did yeah, that here, what, too. Yeah. And that shit was funny as fuck. When he was like, say my name, and they were like, Billy! And I, that shit. Yeah, that was yeah, great. That was yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that shit, yeah, all that, that, shit that was stuff funny. was... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was... Th- th- yeah. That was good stuff, man. I-, I liked it. 
It was interesting. You guys yeah. are all fucking soft. Whatever. I, I don't care. I, um, I want to specifically mention, I think that Adam Brody was a really great grown-up Freddy. I think that that was like a perfect choice for someone to play him as the older version of himself. And Megan Good, which I actually didn't expect to see her in this movie, <laughs> but she did a good job as like the, mm-hmm. well, how old was the little girl? Like six years old or something. And then yeah. the grown-up yeah, version of her. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, that that was really good too. She did a good job with that. Um, so yeah, I just I really liked the adult versions that they chose for these characters. Um, but yeah, just like the the witty, you know, fast talking Adam Brody was really good for this. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that. See, I disagree with you, Heather. I was just gonna say I think that Jack Dylan Grazer was a played a young version of Adam Brody. Because Adam Brody is way older than him. So I think we should give him credit first and say that Jack Dylan Grazer just did a good Adam Brody, a young Adam Brody impression. <laughs> that I'll take that too. Yes, I will take that. Which, I don't, did you guys know that that is, so Jack Dylan Grazer is Brian Grazer's nephew? Brian Grazer, the film well, producer? I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. Well, now we know he got the part. Um, <laughs> um, well, he was super good in it though, time. so I am okay with that. I just want to tell this one joke and then we can continue. I just want to say this one thing you know, if you uh refer to Megan Good by her first initial and her last name, it's mm, good, so it's always great. To <laughs> yeah, that's oh boy, <laughs> good. that was, that was good. definitely not worth that setup. <laughs> it was. It would have been if I would have been able it. to execute my comedic timing. Nope. It, would, it would be nope. great. Oh still yeah, wouldn't have, still wouldn't have been when good. he jumped when he jumped <laughs> off that roof. When he jumped off that roof of San Shazam, that was pretty amazing. I love that visual. That was dope. That was cool. That was yeah. dope. That I did had. like that. that. That's very much a comic book visual. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, and I, I was like, that. I wish they had I more like of that. those. I really wish they had more of those. But we'll talk about that soon. <laughs> yeah, that's not worth it either. <laughs> oh, this, you guys have all gone insane, all of you. <laughs> I'm just saying that. You've all gone insane. Anyway, now to the dislikes. Fuck all this liking this shit. So, I said that this movie is fairly comic book accurate, and I, I could see where people like that and everything. Um, but truth be told, that made me... Um, not like it at all because the character of Captain Marvel or Shazam or whatever the fuck you want to call him is a very dumb character to me and I hate him. I, I hate that whole, I'm a kid, but I'm a superhero <laughs> fucking story. It's annoying as fuck. It's it, Zachary Levi. Every time he was on the screen, I was just annoyed and grinding my teeth. I felt like I was just getting drilled for a filling every time he was on and acting like a fucking man child. Uh, DC, for whatever reason, can't have an end fight scene that doesn't happen in the dark. It's just always got to be in a dimly lit <laughs> room or cabin or something. They can't help but have just the most generic looking fucking villain fights ever. Like, why the fuck did the, the, the Seven Deadly Sins look like that? You couldn't even tell them apart. Can anybody tell, like, nobody knows which sin was what by the end of that. Yeah. They all the fucking look one. the same. No, the fat yeah, one. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, the fat but one, the way yeah. they did the, the yeah, the big glut, yeah, the but the, overweight the way glut. they did this though, the way they did this though is like the fat one could have been wrath. I mean, you don't really know. They didn't say the fat one was glutton, so you don't know because the lust well, one just had 
four arms and a pig face. So no, like that was he, greed. He yeah, looked that like was a greed with all no, the arms. He looked like that, it, that, he that, really that was, looked like that was greed. Lust had the okay, long yeah, but, tongue. That's the design of those really suck. Because I was like, is because greed could have been gluttony because he has all the arms, so he like wants to take yeah. care of people. I agree. The, yeah, the designs true. were just super generic. I mean, and then the dude with the long tongue could have been fucking gluttony because he uses long tongue to steal all the food. And then yeah, uh, yeah I I just I, I, yeah beyond it, yeah I agree it's, that those designs were garbage. Yeah, and that's what drove me nuts about this is they can't have just when you have Mark Strong who's got a lot of range and can do a lot of stuff, and then you just surround him by seven smoke monsters because they can't do something without smoke either. That's another thing DC can't do if they don't have smoke something in one of their movies, they're just gonna fucking shit a brick and die. So they did that. And then legalize it. That was vastly out of nowhere. But anyway, so they have all that. They've, <laughs> they, they've got this annoying fucking man child just chewing the fuck out of every scene he's in. And surra- like, it's just fuck this movie drove me nuts. Like, I understand why people liked it. I, I understand why people were saying these nice things about it. But fuck did I hate almost everything about this fucking movie. This movie is right up there with infuriating the fuck out of me with how accurate it is to the comics as a Deadpool. Because I did not like the first Deadpool because Deadpool was running around doing Deadpool things and there's not a single Marvel character I hate more than Deadpool. (laughs) So the fact that it was comic accurate made me fucking hate that movie too. Because it's once again just this character running around, chewing the fuck out of everything, just ruining my cinematic viewing experience the entire time. It takes a lot for you to not like Ryan Reynolds, so that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, because even cancerous, like, burnt-up Ryan Reynolds is fairly sexy. And <laughs> I still just hated it the entire time. I mean, it's <laughs> this is it's, this movie's the same thing. This movie is the DCEU version of Deadpool, which... A lot of people might be like, yeah, that's a good thing. Sure, sure it is. I fucking hate all of it, I think. Like, every time Zachary Levi did something, like, acting like a 14-year-old kid, I just really had this urge to punch him in the face. Because his I'm acting like a kid face is a very punchable fucking face. Like, I'd be hard-pressed to say there's a more punchable-looking face than him acting like a child. Damn. <laughs> It wouldn't hurt him because he has superpowers. Hmm. Yeah, but Zachary Which he proved in the film. Yeah, but but considering I didn't say Shazam, I said Zachary Levi, who doesn't have superpowers because he's a regular person and an actor, it would hurt him. But Shazam is a classic. I confirm nor deny that Zachary Levi doesn't have superpowers. I can, and I want to punch him in the face. I'm sure he's a nice, <laughs> lovely guy. I'm sure they all had fun making this movie. It seems like they did. It seems like everybody was just all best buds making this movie. And I and I see why a lot of people watching this movie, why they would like it. I get it. It's got all the things you, you should like in a movie. It's vastly better than most of DC's movies, you know, by leaps and bounds. But my hatred of the character Shazam makes it to where I would rather watch Suicide Squad 97 times in a oh row watching nothing else but Suicide Squad and then force feeding me cocaine to where I have to stay awake the entire time <laughs> okay, to watch that's dramatic. Suicide Squad 97 times in a row than <sighs> ever watch this 
fucking Superman version of the movie Big ever again. So basically, you're saying That's there's nothing harsh. wrong with the actual movie. Cool how, that was cool how they were on the pianos, too. They were on yeah. the pianos. Oh, and fuck, fuck that reference. Fuck this movie for making that reference. Because you know why? Fuck the movie Big, too. I hate the movie Big. It's so also basically, stupid. Anytime what? an adult acts like a child, I hate it. <laughs> Tom Hanks. It had Tom I don't Hanks. Give a fuck. Fuck Tom Hanks. Oh, my. That's Aww. too far. What was that one movie? What was that one movie with Robin Williams? Jack? <laughs> oh my gosh. Fuck Jack. <laughs> and fuck Robin Williams for being in that movie. Where J Lo was his teacher. Do you remember that? Yeah, J Lo was his teacher. <laughs> is that the name of it, Jack? Yeah. It's called Jack. Yes, that is the name of the movie. That is the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah, fuck that movie. That movie. Fuck Robin Williams for being in that movie. Jack. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So and it, Sterling, it, 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 never mind. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no. Go ahead. What were we gonna say? What were you gonna ask me? So basically, what you're saying is there's nothing specifically wrong with the movie itself. It's just the fact that you hate the character, which is why you hate the movie. Well. Yes and no, because you said there's nothing wrong with the movie other than the fact that I hate the character. But at the same time, for me, I hate the character so much, I think everything is wrong with this movie, and it shouldn't have even been made. I think the entire movie, like the entire idea <laughs> of making this movie, was the mistake. Got it. It's just, that that story is played out. You know what I'm not looking forward to also? That movie Little... Because I also don't like little kids acting like adults. I like it when people just act <laughs> relatively their same age. I, I'll accept well, that movie's gonna I'll accept that a, movie's gonna suck for many reasons. I can. I'll accept <laughs> a thirty-year-old playing a high schooler because sometimes a thirty-year-old can look like a high schooler, but I can't accept a forty-year-old playing a fourteen-year-old or a twelve-year-old playing a forty-year-old. It's stupid. <laughs> Wasn't what there one with Jennifer Gardner, what, like wait, wait, 14, wait. going what on about 40? An wait, wait, what about an 80-year-old playing someone who's 35? When, when has that happened? I'm, I'm just asking in the, in the sphere of possibilities, how would you feel? Just right now. Right, would that bother day, you? Yay or nay, would that bother you? All right. You? Actually, no, that would not bother me. Cool. Because they're both adults. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying cause that the, because that age gap, I mean, that's pretty much like a child comparatively. No, it is. I, I 100% agree with you. But it's the fact that they're both adults, you know? So somebody who's 35 has done at least some of the shit an 80-year-old has. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but a 14-year-old acting like an adult has done nothing an adult has ever. <laughs> so it's stupid. And then I don't like it movie. whenever a child is playing an adult because then they always end up making references that are gross. Like, you'll have that 12-year-old kid actor making some, like, weird, veiled, like, sex reference. And just aesthetically seeing or hearing something like that come out of a 12-year-old. Yeah, yeah it, it's just, it's, it's, it's gross. When they're like, mm, I want to take a bite out of that. And they're, like, looking at, like, some 30-year-old when they say it. And you're just like, that's gross. <laughs> that's gross. You know? Because they're an adult, and they know they look like a child. And yes, while internally they are technically an adult, they are still in the body of a child. And they always end up trying to like get in an inappropriate relationship with the other adult they're attracted to. And that's gross. Because they know they look like a child, and yet they still try it. 
It's terrible. 15 going on 30 in R. Kelly production. Pretty much. It might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> how, come, how come nobody's done that yet? How come nobody's done in a 35 going on 80? Like you're a 35-year-old person and then you wake up one day and you're 80 years old. And your 80-year-old grandpa is now you. Like, I'd watch the shit out of that movie. And, like, and the cool thing about it, the, the cool, and the cool thing about it, like, after all the shenanigans, like, because first of all, the 35-year-old wouldn't really be able to do much to so that 80-year-old. He might try to do a backflip and hurt him. But what your, like, grandpa would do would, like, go and invest in some company or, like, buy life insurance for you. And then it would turn out really good for you in the end. I'm like, oh, I gotta go back and I'll do invest in that company that I needed to. They would, they would always do something great to set you up. So when the switch happened, whatever you learned your lesson, you would probably get some money at the end of it. They could do that shit. See, but then I also think you could do a nice heartwarming version of the same movie in reverse, like where an 80 year old walk wakes up and they're 35. And then like they could do the whole like, you know, I'm going to live my life differently thing and like, do all the things they always wanted to do but never did and it's just like a little heartwarming like hallmark like movie that's fine too i'd watch that that's fine story just quit making adults kids and kids adults it's gross it's just highly inappropriate <laughs> what's wrong with these people like what is wrong with these fucking screenwriters when they want the adult to play the child so much so that like they just want like I said, they always have the, the kid make like a weird sex joke. Like they have like nine times in the trailer for that movie. Little like it makes me worry about the screenwriters and directors of those movies because I'm like they wrote this just to make have make a kid do sex jokes and they wanted to watch it happen. But acting is when you personify as another motherfucker. I don't give a shit. It's still inappropriate. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. There's a show on Hulu I give zero fucks. Called- called pin 15 and it's great there's actually two 40 year old women acting like uh 14 year old versions of themselves and it's amazing and like there are some <laughs> things that are said and done there are many things in that show that are said and done that i would never want to see kids do like i would never want that's even be hinted at like, a, i'm actually that i i know what you're saying and i'm actually all right this is gonna sound slightly hypocritical but i i, I feel like i'm actually okay with that because a they're adults playing f- essentially like fictionalized versions of themselves as children. Yeah, so they yeah. are playing themselves. But like I said, they're not like it doesn't show them making out with like another like an actual 12 year old. Right. Or putting like the moves on 12 year olds. Well, yeah, they'll flirt with them, but nothing ever physical really happens. You're not like watching the, you know, you're not watching a Cape Fear with, you know, De Niro and um, what's her name? Julie. What's her name? Shit. Julia. Yeah, we Lewis? all know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So you're not you're yeah. not seeing them make out with kids or anything, but you know, there's some other stuff where it's just like, yeah, this kid should not do this. Like there's this whole ritualistic masturbation thing that happens. It's weird, but it's fine because it's like a forty year old woman <laughs> who's playing a kid See, versus a kid. That that reminds me a lot of like what is it? Uh Big Mouth. Right, Big Mouth is, it, and then that's the name of yeah, that Big show. Mouth. What's yeah, the, the Big name Mouth. Of it's amazing. Yes, it's a lot like that, where you do have these adults voicing, like you know, dramatized animated versions of themselves as kids, type of situation, and that goes through some of the most horrendous stuff ever for a child. Extremely like detailed and extremely honest. It's insane. But it works in that because it's it's of what it's meant to be. You know what I mean? That's marketed. That's marketed towards adults to reminisce as their time as kids. 
Which, and I guess that sounds like what your whole, that whole pin 15 sounds like too. It's marketed it towards is. adults to remi- make is. them reminisce about their times as a kid. That's yeah. fine. But then anytime you see these movies where it's like I said, a kid, adult, adult to kid, it's always marketed towards kids. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's the are, thing. It's, it's always marketed towards kids. And that's what I hate. I think that maybe that's why that separates it. Maybe that's that's that point of demarcation that drives me nuts with these movies. Well, and but also Big Mouth shouldn't bother you because voice actors are acting according to Sterling. So you know. yes, they're voice performers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. That's fine. They they do a good job of performing their voices. <laughs> but <laughs> I am. That's fine. But it's just. This movie is so back to Shazam. This movie is incredibly perplexing to me because, like I said, I see why people like it. I get all of that. I get it. For all credit to this movie, everything like that, I should like it. I should. I'm not mad at anybody for liking it. I'm not mad at you guys for liking it or any of our lovely Cinefans out there for liking this movie. If you tell me you like the movie Shazam, I'm going to go, yeah, I didn't, but I get it. You know, it's not like Venom. Or if you tell me you like Venom, I'm going to look at you and go, ew. It's not like that. <laughs> I get it why people like this movie. And I know this full, like, full and well going into it, I knew I would have a bias. Because I don't like the character. Watching it, I know. I know my bias is tainting how I feel about this movie. But I would feel like I would let you down as listeners if I did not tell you exactly how and why I felt this way. I did about this just perverted, terrible, garbage movie. On that note, Justin, what did you not like about this movie? Man, you don't give a damn about Shazam. <laughs> but anyway, okay. <laughs> wait, my, wait, 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 what is this? What is this? You guys are just going to sit there and make Devin jokes all night? What the fuck is this garbage? <laughs> fuck yeah, Devin jokes, like, these These movies, like these Devin jokes, these Devin jokes are essentially the Shazams of the joke world. Why are we doing this? Yep, it's like capturing <laughs> lightning with your voice. You're correct. Devin jokes, baby. Damn, man. Or just garbage. Garbage. And they should never be done again. Ever. Ever. You mean my okay, jokes are electric? So. <laughs> no, that's not what I said at all. I didn't say the word electric one bit. <laughs> like, nothing I said even correlates to electric. I could have, at least if I had said the word copper or transistor or something, resistance, wattage, voltage. Any of those words, you could sure assume that. But considering I said nothing that equates to anything <laughs> with electricity. You said Shazam and he has lightning powers. Time. You said there was Shazam He doesn't have lightning world. powers. He doesn't, he doesn't have, have lightning powers. powers. You see, technically, you see, have lightning hold, powers. On, hold on. Technically, those aren't lightning powers. They are the powers of Zeus. There is a distinct difference. He I know it sounds like it's the Zeus same thing. Throws lightning it sounds bolts. like it's the same thing. Everybody's played it God sounds of War. Like it's the same you thing. throw lightning when you're Zeus. But, That's what he does. He's Olympus throwing lightning. But didn't Digimon Hunzu, when he was the wizard, go, you have the lightning of Zeus? Didn't he say that? Yes, yep. he did power say that. Zeus. The power of Zeus. The it's power still, of right, Zeus is controlling right, lightning. I'll break it down for you real quick. I'll, I'll break it down. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll break it down real quick just so there's no... If anybody missed it, Shazam breaks down his, like the word Shazam breaks down his powers. That's why he's always said Shazam and used to be called Captain Marvel. But still. All right. So it's the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, 
and the speed of Mitre mercury. Mercury. Yeah, yeah, it might be the mite of Hercules. Either way, yeah, that's how it breaks Hercules, down. Yeah. Yeah. Because, man, all right, sorry, Justin, you're going to have to wait. Because this is another thing that picks, pisses me off about the characters of Zam. And you guys got me on this. Mm. Why the fuck are they mixing Judeo-Christian mythology, Greek mythology, and Roman mythology? Now, I know Greek and Roman mythology are pretty much the same thing, but they do differ a little bit, and the names are different. And because they have both Greek and Roman names for the same gods in the same name and mixing Solomon from Judeo-Christian mythology. What the fuck is wrong with these people? That also makes zero fucking sense. It sounds like somebody who is a child came up with that idea. Maybe that's why this whole story is obsessed with adults being kids and kids being adults. Because it's just garbage 50s, children-obsessed bullshit. All right, Justin, what did you not like? Okay. So what did I not like about the movie? Um... I mean, I guess just uh, for me, there wasn't too much I didn't like. Nothing I hated. I could definitely say that. And not too much I didn't like. I just think that there was room for improvement when it comes to Mark Strong's character, the the villain in this story. Kind of like what you were saying, and and we touched on it already, but yeah, the the seven deadly sin demon monsters... should have been more distinct. It should have been able to tell them apart. You should have been able to, that, that should have meant more, I think, than what it did. They looked just so basic. It just looked like your basic default CGI monster type of adversary. So I didn't really, I wasn't really feeling that. And then I just think with the, uh, Dr. Savannah character, there was some development missing from him in the middle. I thought they did a great job establishing him at the beginning, but I think that whenever he was on screen, I just felt like he was just doing everything just spelled stereotypical villain. Like nothing about, uh, I mean, his performance was good, but just nothing about what he was doing kind of made me care more for him, not more in a sentimental way or anything like that, but just care about what what he was trying to do or anything like that. Because every time he was on screen, somebody was getting thrown out of a window or he was yelling or he was uh, looking for Shazam or he was tr- talking about how he would attain power. I mean, everything about it just kind of spelled stereotypical villain and i thought that with the groundwork that they laid with him especially at the beginning with everything how his uh father and his brother were treating him and all of that and then we just sort of skipped when we saw him as a child doing all that then we just immediately skipped to an adult but i thought that there was an opportunity there to kind of talk about what it was like growing up because it basically seemed like he dedicated his life to getting back to that uh, wizard so that he could try to attain that power. So, I I mean, so obviously that shaped the kind of person that he was. So, I don't know. I just think we needed more development on his behalf. I'm not really sure how we could have done that off the top of the dome, but I just definitely thought something was lacking 
with this villain. Um, uh, other than that, though, I, th- there wasn't too much about anybody else I didn't like. I thought that the the third act was okay. I, I, it was fun. It was very fun how everything came together, how the family all, how, how the big Shazam family how that all happened and the movie goes to its resolution. I really did enjoy all of that, but I do think that there was definitely room to improve the villain, um, Dr. Savannah a little bit. And he's still, and the good thing though, is that he's still alive at the end of this movie. So that means that there will be room to tell more stories with him and kind of dive into him a little bit. But that was definitely what I thought was something that was missing in this film. Devin, what did you not like? All right, so let's go to Doc Savano and his seven friends. So Jasper's already expounded eloquently on this, so I'm not going to take too much time. But I just wish they would have, with a little bit of development that they had, I wish they would have thrown in some reason for his father and brother not to like him besides the point that he was playing with toys before Grandpa. You know, even if his dad, which was Lionel Luthor, by the by, how dare yeah. they waste him? Like, what, first Sarah Paulson, and now wasting Lionel Luthor in the movie. I fucking can't believe it. And he gets <laughs> killed off screen. What kind of bullshit is that? Anyway, but I, I digress. I wish they would have said, like, hey, if you're ever going to succeed me and run this company, or something like that while they're in the car. Because it's just a flash forward. It's like, oh, by the by, we have a corporation. Like... <laughs> that's like important information that we need to know that they have a corporation and it, yeah I, I don't know i just that was just jarring to me it was like wait these like there's there's more needed to explain here we need to understand like what is what is he doing why why is this here why did they not say anything about it why is it just flash forward you know 30 years in the future and then his brother looked like a complete bitch i'm sorry if you're fucking Mark <laughs> Strong, like, there's no way you're going to talk to him like that. And you mean to tell me that he wasn't, that dude was very intimidating. By that point, they had to know that this motherfucker was on a whole nother other shit. Like, there's no way. He was like, don't make me get up. And I was like, bitch, that's Mark Strong. That dude will, <laughs> that dude will fuck you with your own arm. Sit down and go get a haircut. Why do billionaires always have shit haircuts? Uh, well, <laughs> not movies. Uh, but yeah, so. That really just got on my nerves. Um, but here's the thing that really got on my nerves. Now, Zachary Levi did a great job portraying what it would be like if a 14-year-old got superpowers like this. The problem with this is that he did not portray that 14-year-old. I feel like those were two different mm. people. I feel like those were two different mm. kids. I think that Zachary Levi was Freddy if he was Shazam. That's what I think. He was a lot more spastic, mm-hmm. a lot more excited, a lot more energetic, a lot more concerned with just things, helping and saving people. And the other kid was very dejected and withdrawn and, you know, very dismissive and confrontational with anybody trying to get close to him. But when he has a Shazam power, it's him and Freddie are best friends. When he's not Shazamming, he, he's not cool with him anymore. And so I just felt like that was two different kids. I wish they would have shown either more of him that I, I wish they would have shown more of an immediate connection with Freddie and that being like his tether to that family in the beginning. Cause you know, I know that's what it was supposed to be, but with the way he was acting, it just didn't make any sense. And then also 
while Billy Batson is Billy Batson and not Shazam, his main goal is to get to his mother. And then he gets super speed, super strength, super stamina, all these superpowers when he's Shazam. And he doesn't do a goddamn thing to go find his mother ever as Shazam. Hmm. That's a solid point, actually. Yeah, that's a good that point. Is, yeah. That is a very solid point. He doesn't do he doesn't do a goddamn thing. But when he's Billy Batson and he can't really do much, um, you know, he's all about looking for and he'll rob banks and lock up cops and, you know, push somebody downstairs, whatever he'll do to get to her. But when he's Shazam and he could get to her pretty goddamn fast, he just doesn't have time to do it now because he wants to take selfies. And these are character inconsistencies that really just nagged on me a lot while I was watching this film. You know, if that's his driving motivation is to find his biological mo- mother, get on top of it. If he got the power to do that quicker, I, I know that that kid would do it. Um, and so that's one thing that really got to me. Uh, the, the designs of the creature and uh, Digimon as a wizard, that looked ridiculous. I wish that they would have said <laughs> he's black. So give him some dreadlocks or let's give him some black people's facial hair or something. They were like, oh, this was supposed to be, I don't know, Liam Neeson, but he got caught up. So just put the same shit on Digimon on him. And I was like, that looks fucking stupid. Please don't show him anymore. Uh, (laughs) And luckily there wasn't more of that. Uh, And what's my other problem I had? I had had one more problem with this film that just really irked me a lot. Uh, The CGI got super spotty. And and here's the thing. DC has to start investing some time into some action choreography because their action in their movies is bland as three-day-old chicken cooked with no seasoning. It is bland. <laughs> it is a white wall painted with the color mayonnaise bland. It no, is... you, you got a bit. You got definitely got a point there, man. Like, and that was something yeah. I forgot to mention, but no, you're totally right. What made those fights entertaining is what was being said or yes. how actors were reacting or what they were saying to each other or how they were looking. Nothing about the fights themselves. I can't think of one cool move, you know, oh, when yeah. when Shazam slid under his legs and then went through the ground and came back up and grabbed him and threw him up. I can't think of any cool thing like that that happened. I mean, th- maybe there were some. I like whenever he no, would go Shazam and turn cool. to a kid and then the guy would miss him, then he'd Shazam again and be an adult again. Uh, you know, there were a few things, but nothing really memorable. It was all kind of forgettable confrontations. Yeah. So I but totally Shazam, agree with you there. A lightning bolt comes down. How cool would it have been when he was fighting Wrath if he would have went Shazam and went back to a kid and Wrath drops him? Then he slides under Wrath's legs, and as he's sliding, he goes Shazam and then fries his ass with a lightning bolt. That would have been badass. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been and yeah. They that, that would have been they didn't no, they didn't play totally on right. that in in the least bit. They didn't they didn't play up on any of of the possibilities of what could have happened. And it really just, I was just like, God, it it, it would, you know, you have a problem when your action scenes slow down your superhero movies. And I was just like, can we please get back to the (laughs) jokes and the teenage awkwardness and stuff like that? Because these action scenes are really getting me down. They're really getting me down. And then also all of the people they murdered with super speed. 
like everybody knows that if somebody is falling or in peril with gravity and you just come suddenly stop you break necks and so like like 50 people got their necks broken in this movie and died <laughs> they just didn't show it because those people were fucking dead um and another thing i hated was these bullies why were these bullies in the movie so much why so much time on these bullies it was just every five seconds, the bully, <laughs> nerd, <laughs> push your head. That's because, <laughs> they're in the, that's because they're in the comics. Well, I'm, uh, well, and that's fine, but there were other things they could have built up, and I just was so tired of seeing those fucking bullies on screen. I was just so, <laughs> I get it. They're dicks. They do dick stuff. They did so much dick stuff. I mean, it's like it's like if you had an entire episode of the simpsons just completely focused on nelson and it, and it was no more or less than it was just him <laughs> being a dick like there was no just <laughs> 30 minutes that's what that was and i was just like why do they get so much screen time oh my god get these fucking bullies off the screen i'm so tired of seeing these fuckers i get it they don't like orphans <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like it when their their truck got shazammed. No, and you were like, "Yeah, no, come up and no, no," because they learned no <laughs> lessons. Their truck, <laughs> I don't, and they just were like, "Oh, that that truck, which has to be sixty thousand dollars, got dropped from the sky," and they were just like, "What's the well? You know what? I may not have my truck anymore, and that may have been a supernatural event in my life, but you know what? I'll always have." My hatred of orphans. Get over here, Billy and Freddy. You little bitch. I'm going to put my hands down your pants, pull your underwear up, carry like a suitcase. Yeah, the suitcase oh, wedgie. And my, my very last, and my very last thing, and I'm going to get off of this movie. Listen, we get it. Philadelphia Eagles fans did something bad years ago to Santa Claus. You didn't have to make an entire sequence of Phil uh, the guy from Philly fucking santa claus up okay let it go okay listen threw batteries at him it wasn't cool you don't have to harp on us about it i saw that fucking backwards we backhanded scenario that was all about fucking like he's in philadelphia oh since we're gonna do this in philadelphia they have to fuck up santa claus that pissed me off i didn't catch that okay <laughs> all right okay yeah okay. that santa claus plot went a little infinitely too long yeah I kind of laughed when he was cussing on the news interview. Y'all didn't like that part? No. Yeah, that was all right. It was dumb. Like everything else in this movie. Okay. Yeah, well, we know you didn't give a damn about Shazam. Okay, we get it. <laughs> I don't give a damn about your stupid jokes either. Shazam. More like Shazam. <laughs> that made no damn sense either. You're just trying too hard at this point, And you're not good enough at it to for it to succeed when you do it. Shazam. Kind of like the movie Shazam. Oh, boy. Anyway, Heather, what did you not like about this movie? <laughs> I mean, a lot of what everybody said is is pretty much what I would say. Uh, I Devin, I do appreciate that point that you made about how he plays a good 14-year-old, but not that one. Because I was thinking like, oh, okay, they... They did a good job with like the smugness and the like the slight charm that he has when he's little and he has that when he's older Shazam, you know, um, but you're right. I guess it kind of it, it's a little more inconsistent than I initially had thought it was. But um, yeah, so that that is actually a really good point. 
Um, I think I, I mean, and I don't know the, the comics and I don't know how true to the comics, the storyline of the mom and why she left was, is that pretty accurate to what they did in the movie? Does anyone know? Um, that's that a good I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Okay. Cause no I, for I me, I, I actually did not really like the, her reasoning for why she just, you know, left her kid <laughs> in the middle of this, you know, amusement park. Um, you know, cause she later on explains when he meets up with her that I just thought they could do a better job with you and I wasn't fit to be a mom and I was so young and all of that, which are all valid reasons that people give for not wanting their children. But just how that played out where it was like, oh, accidentally I lost my kid. But you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't actually want to go get him. I just thought that that was not very well executed at all. Um, and I know you're not really supposed to like the mom and her character because of, you know, what she did. But I just think that it, um, I don't know, like, and even how distant she was when he confronted her and he came to see her very just removed from it all. And, you know, maybe because it's so many years later, that's how it should be or how she would be. But I feel like she wouldn't just be like, Hey, Oh, you know what? Don't come in. Let's talk out here real quick about what I did. Like, I just feel like she was very removed and distant from the situation, even when confronted with her son however many years later. I just it just wasn't a very well executed way to do it, in my opinion, on that. Um so I didn't I didn't care for in, that part of it. What's that? Heather, in her defense, I'm sorry to interrupt. In her defense, mm -hmm. she was about to get her ass whooped. So I'm just saying Fair enough. She was yeah, about to get yeah. her ass whooped. I mean, that guy totally just was like, You want the fault again, bitch? I mean like he was she was totally getting beat. <laughs> Like, right. And so that's good. and that's a good point too. I I get that. Yeah, but it was just I guess it just like I don't know, you just the way that they the way that they told that storyline and the the reasons they gave. It's like they wanted to pack a lot of like really intense serious reasoning behind it, but they didn't really go long enough on it was just a very short explanation of a lot of emotional reasons why she did it. And I don't know. I just don't think that they executed that part of it as well as they should have. But that's just me. Um, other than that, I would say a lot of the things that you guys said, it's mostly just it's very predictable. There's nothing extremely great that stands out about it. It's it's interesting because this movie is not at all a bad movie. Um, it's just not there's for me, I feel like there's not enough about it for me to say I specifically like certain things this much. And it doesn't, it doesn't get me like excited about DC movies in any sort of way or anything like that. It's fine. It's a decent movie. Like it was entertaining enough, you know, but to that point, it's predictable and nothing out of the ordinary that would make me say that it stands up out about above any other superhero or like silly kid being a grown up movie. So yeah, I guess mostly the predictability of it is. Is really just kind of its its downfall in a sense because it just made it very, as Devin put it, with the action and everything, very bland across the board. Not like a bad like this is super boring, but just more like oh okay, well that's I've seen that in a lot of other stuff. So that's more I think my dislike about it the most. Yeah, I see what you're saying on that. Yeah, and I don't disagree with you. That was just kind of like oh I lost my kid and I don't want him anymore. I don't want you to think I was arguing that point. I was talking about that moment of why she was like withdrawn because she was about to get punched. So 
that's why she was withdrawing yeah, the situation. And, and, you know, so, hindsight, yeah, I guess that is that. true, but yeah. So, I mean, fuck her. She's that's like, it for me. she's an asshole and now she doesn't have a kid. It worked out good. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it was kind of their way of saying that there weren't any good reasons for doing that. I mean, I guess there could exist yeah. good reasons for doing that. Maybe. I don't know. It'd be kind of hard. I'd be hard pressed to think, try I to mean, part come of, up with a part good of me. reason to leave a kid. I don't know. But but like maybe right. it was kind of like it didn't matter what she said at that point. She had failed him and yeah. his real family. And it was the realization uh, that his real family he was already with and, and all that. And which is not what you're saying at all. I don't know. I don't know what she could have said to make it yeah. necessarily make it better. better. <laughs> but but I totally get what you mean, because when she gave her explanation, I was like, damn, that's it. I, I kind of have the reaction real, of, real damn, short that's and harsh it. About you're, it. Yeah. you're terrible. Yeah, real, yeah, you're a terrible yep. person. Yeah. Like, that was kind of how yep. I reacted. So I definitely yeah, get what like, you're you saying. Out all right, right? Like, really detached from it. And um, honestly, yeah. part of me thought that part of me thought that the plot line was going to involve that she somehow got killed or something. And that's why she didn't come back for him. I figured that that was going to be something about, you know, why she just left and never, you know, I, I thought that was going to be part of it, but it, that was definitely not the case. And it was just, yeah, just so detached of like, Oh, but you're okay. Right. Yeah. I was just going to be a bad parent. So, you know, sorry. <laughs> just very, yeah, you know, like it's not a big emotion for her whatsoever. If it felt like in the way that they portrayed yeah. her, yeah, I you're think right. We need she to have another distant. Shazam movie just based off of her and awkward moments. So, like, hey, Katie, I guess that's her name. You know, like, Katie, where's your son? Oh, funny thing is, I don't have one anymore. What do you mean? Well, he let my hand go at the 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 fair, and I just and I just didn't just go let, look for him. Let him go. <laughs> And I just, right. and then I saw him with some police and I was like, oh, they found him. And I just left him with the police. They're like, oh, well. Right. I mean, like, how do you have that conversation anymore? with people? Like, how many times does she oh, have so, to lie yeah. and come up with a reason why her son wasn't there? Like, right. I mean, I mean, he would have had to have some grandparents. And he was, he was like four or five. So maybe he had well, some daycares. I mean, like, I don't no, know. But she, but she, I mean, she had already said, she had already said that her parents kicked her out. Oh yeah, her parents did kick her out. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, they picked kicked her out. Oh, but I was just okay. And like even if there were daycares and all this other stuff, it was obvious she was a young, like transient type of mother. That even if he stopped showing up to daycare, they could just assume that you know she moved. Yeah. You know, or yeah. something like that. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. any number of yeah, yeah that's any number of things you, that you can, can happen. That yeah. Part of it. Yeah. But I just think it would just be funny. Like, hey, didn't you have a son? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, but now I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> okay. Want to go on a date? <laughs> right. Okay. I just I don't know. I just think it would yeah, be really was, funny to see her having to come up with different shit of why she doesn't have her fucking five year old son anymore. Thanks me. That would have been a better movie than this. <laughs> <laughs> what? It would have just been. I don't give a damn about Kazam the movie. Shazam. Kazam. <laughs> Sterling, are you <laughs> did I say the mother of Billy Batson? <laughs> you, you seriously don't give a fuck about you this did. movie. <laughs> I don't. I wish I could have left. The, I wish I could have left this movie at a fair in the eighties <laughs> or nineties or whatever the fuck they left the kid. Well, this is, I this wish is I could have done this with that movie. Really Fourteen. 
We're old. old That's uh, I true. Guess. Man, it didn't look like the 2000s. Nothing it, it about present that fair looked like the 2000s. Well, it was present day because he's 14 and he's been gone for nine years. No, no. I, I, I understand the movie. I understand the movie was that. But so the set it, design and the costumes. I got when you. he was. Yeah. They all looked like they were 1982. Listen, if I take you to any fucking fair in America and just take because, a picture of you, you're going to look like you're in 1982 most of the time. Yeah, but like, what, see, now it makes even less sense now that you break it down like that, because now I'm wondering, why wasn't anybody asking about her kid on Facebook? That's what I'm saying. 14, that's what I'm that saying. That means he would have been born. But no, no, I get the, But no, that's what I'm saying now is now it makes even less sense because I was equating it to how it looked. Like it was 1979 when people yeah. lost kids all the time and no, nobody ever noticed. Yeah, people would know, but, man. People would question. So he was born in 2004. Hold on, breaking this down. So he would have been born in 2005. He's been like nine years. So he's five. Man, that's that's prime Facebook time, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. People would have fucking been like, "Hey, yeah, seriously, why, why? where's your kid?" Like seriously, and she'd be like, "Well, he's out. Uh, he's been missing for yeah. like several days." Like she would have been, the, she would have went to jail like that. There's no, yeah, you can just leave a kid at a fair and the police yeah, that find makes, them. They would have found, they would have found yeah. some way to find her. Like she would have been in trouble, man. Yeah, see, none of this makes, you see, this whole, this whole thing about him trying to find his mom, like, you know, especially whenever the kids just found her like in nine seconds on Facebook, you know, if you're an adult like that, you know, at that point. Or at this day and time, like she she is, she would be on Facebook in 2010. Come on, look at her. She looked like she, she was all about that life. You know, she had at least three MySpaces. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> like, it's just that's what I'm saying. This it would be there, such an interesting that, see, story to see how she didn't go to prison for child neglect and endangerment. See, fuck this and a movie. A whole host of other felonies. God, this movie sucks so garbage bad. See, now I don't even like the things I liked about this movie anymore. <laughs> It's even worse. Goddamn. My God score just went down at least my my score just went down at least forty seven points on this movie now. <laughs> oh God. So what is it? A zero now? <laughs> like, like a zero. It's forty seven meters reading. below now. <laughs> you're reading. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> you're reading so we'll much that. into that mother though. I mean, she could have there's a hundred ways she could have done that. She could have just kept lying to everybody. No, she could have Justin. Uh, who dude, knows? Justin, no, no, who not says anymore. that not she anymore. was internet Jasper. savvy or anything like that? Who Jasper. said that she was on the internet? Dude, if like, my fucking mom could have a Facebook, if my mom could have a Facebook in two thousand ten, so could that bitch. Justin, I'm just I'm just telling you that I'm I'm just telling you in two thousand ten, you can't just leave a kid out of fair and not get found out about it. Like I'm sorry, like, that's 2010. No, absolutely no way that happens. We're not reading the shit. We just understand the basic concepts of reality that we live in. My kid is five years old. K- Kingston is four. You think I could leave Kingston at a fair and, like, people wouldn't be, like, seven feet in me and at Randy's ass about it? Like, no <laughs> way. No way. And that was no, a I get kid. what you're saying. But did they just move there? blue-eyed, white child. No, they, that's where they live. That's their home. It all took place in the same city, Philadelphia. And I, don't, and I know it's a big city. I know people don't care, but people just don't let kids just roam around without trying to find their parents. Dude, there was, I was at a, I was at a, I was at the zoo and we got on the train and there was a kid running at a place that sh- they shouldn't have been. I jumped off the train 
went and grabbed the kid, found some security, waited till her parents got there because I wanted to question them about why they let their kid go like that. I stayed there for a half an hour to make sure that little girl found her family. And there's people like that everywhere. You just don't let kids just go like that. People don't fucking do that. You, there's a lot of shitty people, but even the shittiest people have a lot of love and concern for children. So that that isn't I'm reading too much into it. We're not. That's just not realistic, dog. Because mm, I know if I was a maybe so, officer, but those big cities, man, they it's it's a different culture, man, than from right, the, Justin, the south. Justin, I mean, those I am literally I am literally in, in the, the city of Chicago right now. You can't say that. Dude, well, I can't speak there, for there every is a, city, there, there, but there's there's definitely a such thing as like southern hospitality and the way people treat each other up there versus when you go up north because it was hella different. Now I'm not saying that With you know kids? they're going to they be like, like, "Oh, there's a kid, who cares?" or whatever like that. But and that's not really what happened in the film either. The cops had the kid. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though to everybody the else, it's like, kid. okay, well, the cops have her. The cops have the kid. Let the cops handle it. I don't think anybody was running around looking for and, her or anything like that. And the then cops just depending would be on obligated to do that, the cops have to find that parent. There is a reckoning coming for that parent. You cannot leave your kid and the cops find them, and they're not gonna come after you. Yeah, now that's a, and that's what I was going to say. That's a better question is what did the cops do or how did they not find because once he gave them a name and Right. They could have found her address, address and said, "Hey, why you know, did you leave your child?" They could have went to the parent. They would have Yeah, they would have went to the parent's address and been like, "We have this kid." Okay. The parent would have identified now, Justin, him. So I you feel are like wrong on that though. The cops might have, you know, they they didn't really tell that story no, with the cops. But but you're wrong on that, Justin, because the problem was is he didn't know her name because as a small child he didn't know his mom's actual name. He knew Batson, so he they, he wouldn't have known enough information other than he, he might have been able to know the address. Uh, I don't I know what her pastor didn't know the address. No, I you, forgot both that of you guys are so wrong. You that you're so wrong no, on that, dude. Hold on, I'm, just one second. Just, I'm saying. That's literally what they said in the movie. So you can't say I'm wrong because that's literally the facts no, that were stated no, in the no, situation. I understand, he but did what not I'm know saying, her name. What, I, what I'm saying, just what I'm saying is what they would have done is they would have went, okay, what is your name? Billy Batson. He was born most likely in a hospital. They would have had access to his records. They would have found his mother's name and they would have tracked her like that. It wasn't See, like, oh, part, the kid doesn't. Yes, but I'm the just kid, saying. The kid doesn't know her name. Well, well, I guess we can't find her. But all right, you also run into these weird things, though, that and especially because I th and that's why I feel like they wrote that scene like it was 1979. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Like I they agree. wrote that scene like it was the olden days yeah. before you had the ability to look a lot of stuff up. Yeah. Because there would have been ways, like you said, to circumvent that part. Yeah. Like you just have to worry about the whole fact, though, that he could have been born out of state. Technically, Billy could be his middle name, and he might not know something else. There's any number of situations that actually could have thwarted that if it was before 1989. Exactly. If it was, if this was in the 70s or something, I would have. I, I could. I could say, okay, I abandoned a kid at a fair, and they never found me for doing it. But in 2010, we're talking Patriot Act too, baby. Come on, come on, dude. 
We're talking, we're talking about the internet, dog. We're talking about memes. We're talking about gifts over here, dog. We're talking about citywide surveillance with cameras everywhere. We're talking about, I, I mean, this, I mean, we're talking about a big brother-esque police state almost right now. It just, it just baffles me how they wouldn't been able to find her. Not how they could, because there's a thousand different ways to find her. What baffled me was how did they not? I want to hear that story. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why it is an absolute fucking nightmare to go to the movie theater when you're like us. Because you spend like three hours really angry about something that is so small. Just, <laughs> and he uh, was, and just why to am add to I that, like though, this? no, you're totally right. You're totally right. Because now <laughs> I would think about this a lot. Um, but. And he was running away, right? Like, wherever they had him, he was running away from foster homes. He was running away constantly, yes. right? Am I understanding yes. that right? Yes, he was so running away know. constantly. They maybe say, like, he nine. Was also, so maybe he was also contributing to this as well. Before they could even focus on trying to get to the mom, he was already missing. So now you got to go find him. Oh, where is he? Where is he? So who knows? Maybe it was just... A combin, a smorgasbord of things, but no, I totally get what you're saying. It, it, it's it, it, there is definitely questionable, man. But he was running yeah. away too. I just wanted to throw that in there. He wasn't yeah, exactly he, 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 being he, he, cooperative himself, so yeah, that could have contributed as well. Yeah, but we don't know how how long he was running away from. I mean, did they just at at five? Did he start running away? And I mean, even at five, I mean, that's not hard to get a five-year-old. Like, oh, okay. He went to his favorite park. And he got <laughs> addresses. He got addresses, and he got his mom's name, too. So if he can get addresses, and he can get his mom's name, how come the Philadelphia PD can't? I mean, this is a boy. I, I just, yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. Now I'm fucking, now this is eating a hole in my brain. And I think it's dropped my score. <laughs> I had a good one, too. I had a good, I had a good thing to say for score. Now I don't. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. Myself. And you could have probably fixed that really easy too, because in her monologue, yeah. it could have easily been a part in there where one of the foster homes found her and she said, "Leave him there," or she made the decision. Yeah, yeah she 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 could have said. To, she could have said the police yeah. found you. The police found you, and they found out that I wasn't able to feed you. They offered to put you in the in, in the system, or they took you away from me, and they said once I got a job, I got on my feet, I could come back. But I just never came back. I never terminated my rights. Yeah. I just never came back. Although I, I do guess that part. Is that yeah, again, I mean, although I do guess that. Um, yeah, so I guess one of the things that could have possibly kept the police from finding her at least immediately is the fact that they did say she went back to her maiden name. Um, or like, oh, yeah, I think that's yeah, what they it, said it, when it. that's why he couldn't find her, right? Yeah, they. they I mean, that's they still right, would have had a way to find name. it, well, but yeah, yeah that would make it harder. But at the same time, your mother's maiden name is on your birth certificate, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so. Yeah. So what it really <laughs> so, totally so. needed was for her to like, for her to be like, you know, that there should have been some point where they did find her. And they did say, okay, yeah. we got your kid. And she was like, no, keep him in the foster home. Or, yeah. And then she was like, I turned him on to take him I back or it. something. Or they're like, yeah, hey, I he, surrender yeah. him to you guys. Like, there should have been yeah. all it needed or was that. 
all in need of was Because they even said that there was a foster home that wanted him, that the people mm-hmm. wanted him. And she could have said, I, I saw you with them just by chance. I just saw how happy you were. And I just knew that you were going to be better off without me. So I went to the office and I terminated my rights right there because I knew I couldn't give you a life. And then you hear the dude going, Sharon, get your ass back in here and make my mm. goddamn spam sandwich. And then, you know, that's proof that, you know, she just makes a lot of shit decisions. So she was right. And <laughs> he didn't need to be no. with her. I mean, anything. Yeah. But not that. Yeah. That wasn't a good. Thank you, Heather, I mean, for fucking everything up. Because that's what you had to say. <laughs> or, that you had to say you had. Or to, they could have just <laughs> see. There's there's an even quicker and easier solution to all this problem, though. They could have just not made the fucking movie. I knew you were going to say, say that. I don't give a damn about Shazam. Comment was coming. I knew it. I mean, if they had just done the righteous and morally, you know, right thing, oh they just wouldn't have made it. <laughs> so. But I mean, it sounds like we're now like getting to the point where we do need to give our recommendations and scores. We'll go the reverse order again of what we just did. So the original order. So Heather, would you recommend this movie? And then what is your score? You said my name, right? Sorry, you cut out for a minute. Yes, I said Heather. Okay, because I, you know, like I I didn't say Devoner or Jessener. I just it cut Definitely out. Heather. It cut out. Okay, sorry. We're gonna uh-huh. let's cut all this out. Excuses, excuses. Oh no, all of this is one hundred percent staying in. Oh no, all of this because I pick. I said Devoner and Jastiner, <laughs> so it's staying. <laughs> well, on I'll, that I'll note, I'll let you actually give your recommendation and score now. So oh, okay, let's see. My score for this one is gonna be. I'll give it like a. I guess 72 Shazam lightning bolts out of 100. Um, I recommend it. I- that is a classic, like, early Cinema Slayers Justin score. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, you know, just bring it back a little bit, you know, reminisce and memories of, like, a simpler time with our scores. <laughs> um, I honestly, I do think it's a good movie for kids. I think that. Um, I think young kids would like it. I think that they should see it. I think it's good for that. Um, I, it, it was a good time. I didn't, I don't see a reason to specifically say not to watch it. If you're not really into the superhero thing in general, maybe pass on this, you know, cause it's not going to be like a top notch superhero movie that you're going to see above others. But otherwise it's, it's a fun, entertaining movie, like a good family movie, um, that you could see with people. So I, I would recommend it for families, I would say. Devin, I need your RNS. Deviner. I'm going to give sounds, this which which sounds weird. It sounds like I'm asking for a weird thing and I'm not asking for a weird thing. I tried abbreviating and I don't like it. Recommendation and score. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna give this movie six sad orphans, but not as sad as Bruce Wayne out of ten sad orphans, but not as sad as Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Um, uh, I actually would recommend uh, this movie because I honestly want the DC, these movies do good. So the DCEU can keep going in this direction. You got a nice head of steam. We're doing some things right. Let's make some good movies. They can really only get better from here. Um, I do believe you should take a friend because if they enjoy parts of the movie or they laugh, you're going to laugh. And I think this is just like the perfect movie to watch with someone. 
I watched it by my lonesome. And I actually did wish I had some people here because I was like, oh, man, like some of these jokes would be great just in a crowd because I actually watched it in an empty theater. There's not a single person in there. So it was just me by myself. <laughs> and it, it was I was sad as Bruce Wayne at that point in time. You know, when you laugh, you look around. It's just nobody in there. I was like, oh, just like on the inside. So anyway, but yeah, you should go see this movie. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> On that sad note, please go see this movie. Justin, recommendation and score. Okay. I'm going to give it, man, y'all are, I feel like y'all are a bit low on this film. I feel like everybody should be a little higher, but maybe it's just me. I'm going to go 85 exclamation marks after the word Shazam out of 100. Um, I, I mean, I think that, yes, this movie does have some problems, but Honestly, man, none of those problems are deal breakers. Um, this this is the second best DCEU film. The only one that's better than this is Wonder Woman. And with that being said, that that has to be put in context. They've had quite a few movies, the DCEU universe. And for this one to be just underneath Wonder Woman, I think says a lot. It says something about the DCEU change in their formula. It's, it says something about the fact that they understand that sometimes you got to make fun of yourself with these movies. Sometimes these movies can take a different approach from the darker, more serious approach and just be entertaining and fun. And I think that that's what this movie accomplishes. And it does that extremely well. It, the acting in this film is fine. There was no a uh, bad actor in this film, bad acting in this film. Um, and it all came together for what I thought was a very entertaining package. So I definitely would recommend this. If you're a comic book fan, if you're a fan of Marvel or DC, this is definitely one you got to go see. You got to see this one and see how DC has changed their formula and how they're willing to change their formula. And when I left the movie, and saw that there was uh, clues given for another one, I'll be in the theater to see that one. Um, this, I thought, did well as far as DC trying something new. And I think this if this was an experiment to see if they could do something kind of more lighthearted and comedic, I think this is an experiment that succeeds for the most part. So that's my recommendation for this film. All right, guys. Well... How, how do I say this? I'm actually going to give two different recommendation and scores. I'll give the one without my bias. I think without my bias, this is kind of like a Paddington Bear of superhero movies. Now, if you've ever heard me talk about Paddington Bear 2 before, it's one of four movies ever to be certified fresh at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, now like I said, I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. I'm not saying that it's 100% great. But I could see how 100% of people who watched it would have an in general favorable opinion of the movie. They could all give it C pluses, and that would still be 100% on Rotten Tomato. I feel like this movie is kind of the DCEU version of that. I could see where an average person could go watch this movie and in the end have an in general positive feeling about this movie. Because even technically with... What Justin said as Devin and Heather's low scores, those would still be technically considered favorable opinions of the movie. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's why I think that it does have, like, a higher 
uh, Rotten Tomatoes score than most movies uh, or most of the DC movies. I could see that. So without my bias, I would say I would give this movie probably a like an 84 Megan Good looks per- good in purple out of 100. Yes. <laughs> That's what I would say on that. And I would recommend this movie. For, for, still didn't work. <laughs> and I, I do agree with most of you guys. Like, I do think it's a good, I think it's a good family oriented superhero film. Uh, just in general. Cause I think, like, I don't think a lot of kids will know this character, but I think they'll like the character because they'll like that stupid punchable Zachary Levi face <laughs> and they'll think it's funny. Um, and while the seven deadly sins can maybe, you know, kind of err on the side of maybe too much for smaller kids. They don't end up getting to the point of like horrifying. So run that at your own risk. Um, I say in general, if you, if you like superhero movies, watch this movie. Uh, I think if you're just kind of wanting to watch a lighthearted film that, that does genuinely try to have heart itself, watch this movie. Um, I think if you know, you just want to kill some time, fuck it, watch this movie. So that's, that's what I would say about it with without my bias. Now, with my bias, I give this movie negative 227. <laughs> Mr. Mind was the best character in this movie, and they wasted it wow. until the very fucking end out of 1,072 of those. Wow. Jeez Louise. And I would recommend watching Venom, Circus of the Dead. Oh, my guess. Manos, the Hand of Fate. Oh, Suicide you, Squad. You <laughs> all of those movies. Batman versus Superman. All of those movies in a row before ever watching this movie. Because I truly hate Shazam in all his forms. Except Black Adam. I like Black Adam. Right, I'm excited Dwayne Rock Johnson's going to play the Black Adam. Which, if anybody doesn't know, is one of Captain Marvel slash Shazam's villains. Uh, there's a lot of talk that the champion that the the wizard it looked hinted like the at rock. earlier in the movie. It looked like the Rock. I, I remember that, the little they're, thing. They're hinting that that was actually that that's going to be that that's going to be the Black Adam. Yeah. So we'll get to see that. Hopefully, I hope I hope that they are that that is going to still be official because it was announced like nine years ago. Yep. And they still hadn't made a movie. Rock just said something and about so, it that he's still I, I he's still Black Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they say all that. It's still it hadn't been made yet. So until it's yeah, made, it's not. And Channing you know? Tatum is so. Gambit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I right. Got you. you know, yeah. like I mean, Martin Scorsese has been on the, the cusp of making you know the Irishman for twenty two years. Like it's finally getting made now. So you know, I mean, James Cameron was supposed to release Avatars two, three, and four. Or yeah, I think we were supposed to be on four this year originally. Till it happens, doesn't exist all i'm saying but on that note guys thank you for listening to cinema slayers podcast check us out the www.cinemaslayers.com on the twitter the cinema underscore slayers at the facebook it's cinema slayers at the instagram the cinema underscore slayers i know that sounds different if you're like haven't listened to the last couple episodes you're like wait a second sterling you said instagram was cinema slayers blame heather she lied to me i've been lying to you for a long time all because of her Sorry, she guys. just didn't want to tell me the truth so it's cinema underscore slayers for that Instagram also. We do have a, uh, a few exciting things coming your way. But most importantly, related directly to this podcast, we are looking to maybe add different you know, intro and outro music. So if you are a musician or know a musician or just know how to make a little, diddy, little, little diddly garage band, fuck it, do it, send it to us. Uh, we'll go through stuff. Um, 
like I said, uh, on our Facebook post, I would be more than happy to compensate whoever we, whoever the song we do end up using monetarily because you did a lot of work for it. And if we're going to use it, you deserve some payment for it because nobody should work for free unless it's something you want to do like this. We, I mean, we all essentially work this for free because we want to, but we would gladly pay you for your work. We'd send you some swag. So like send uh, submissions to cinemaslayers at cinemaslayers.com. Or, I mean, if you want message us on Facebook, just send us the song that way. Just figure it out. You know, if you know us personally, text us, ask us, hey, what would be the best way to send it to you? We can always figure something out. So just you know, send us some stuff. We'd love, you know, like a slightly more Cinema Slayers song. You know, we, we, we you know, had uh, a friend of Heather's say we could use a song he did. And we've been, we were, I mean, we we're incredibly happy that they allowed us to do that and everything like that. But I think at this point, we've been doing this for over a year now. I don't know if anybody's realized this. We've been doing this for over a year now. Yep. So it would be nice to have like an actual song for us. So that's what we're reaching out for you guys. We're asking for all submissions for songs to be submitted to us by May 31st. You know, if you've got something, you're like, no, I can't get it to him till June 1st. Let us know. We'll wait a day for you. Uh, so we have that. We've got a couple other announcements coming your way. Um, other than that, guys, thank you for listening. And just remember, unlike Shazam, according to Justin, Moon Knight, is the best picture winner. Mm-hmm.